be inspired to love life, to achieve extraordinary feats, and to change the world around you for the better. Welcome to Love Your Life, Tell Your Story by Kathleen Marriott. Peter Schultz joins us again today for his third story. He's making a real difference in contributing to a better future for all of us by helping companies change their behaviours to be more planet friendly. He's also a true grit, passionate individual dedicated to his athletic pursuits. This is Peter's third story. Well, we have him with us today, Peter Schultz. So welcome back, Peter Schultz, to Love Your Life, Tell Your Story. It's great to have you back. It's, I'm very excited to hear your story this week because last week was so great. So I believe that you have a new story, and the new story this title is Life is Full of Seasons and Way More Than Four. So can you tell me what that title that you chose for this week is all about? Yeah, First, thanks for having me back. This is so fun to talk with you. There's four seasons in the year, but gosh, in in my life, there's so many seasons that I've had. And there's just been so many different ways that I've defined myself. And I kind of think of the ways that I define myself as being sort of seasons in my life. Being a husband, I guess that's something that I've done for 32 years. Yeah, congratulations on that. But being a runner, being a kayaker, being a fisherman, being a skier, being a biker, being a runner, it changes. But each time I go through one of these seasons, it's the thing. It's the thing that I'm passionate about. And I think one of the things we're talking about in the green room is like, I'm passionate about being passionate. And I like being around people that are passionate about stuff. And whether that's like basket weaving or pottery or you know writing poetry or running an ultra marathon i love people who just like find something and embrace it and like get into the nuances of it and try to be as good as they possibly can be it doesn't matter if they're like the best in the world or maybe not even the best in their house but they're like trying to be the best that they can be and they're passionate about that thing and it's kind of like what that thing is to me is almost less important than like being passionate about that thing. And so like right now, like my, my passion is doing like really long events. And again, like in the green room, I was telling you about this thing that I'm going to do this weekend. It's the thing that I think about just before I, I fall asleep. And like, I love having those things um, in my life where it's just, it, it's like this hum that's always in the background. Like I'm, I'm at work, but in the background, there's this thing that I'm just really passionate about. It's not that I'm not passionate about work, but I've got this other hum that's happening. And it's like, man, I'm looking forward to that thing. So it's, it's kind of like your primary thing, even though you've got your work going on or your life passion going yeah. on in other areas, this thing is your driving force. Would you like to tell us what's going on this weekend as an example of your current driving force? I've kind of moved, you know, as, as I was talking about, I've kind of moved to doing these really long endurance things. So last year I did this uh, bike ride that took me 30 hours and uh, yeah, it was, it was a tough, 
thing. It's this course. It's a it's a backcountry uh, course. It's sixty eight miles long, and it's just really rocky. And anyway, I got through that. There's about two dozen people who have ever done this course. It's called the Massanutten Wing. On Saturday, I'm going to try to run. Okay. I don't know if anybody has ever biked it and run it, so I'm going to. Maybe somebody has, and if they have, that's cool. But I, you know, there ha- there aren't too many, and I may be the only one if I can do it. But you know, talk is cheap, and so that's what I'm going for on Saturday. And so I'll, I'll set out at like three thirty in the morning and just go for I don't know sixteen, twenty, twenty four hours, however long it takes. Okay. Get out. So this is your current season. Uh huh. So yeah, this is how you explain your current season. So your preparation is part of the season and your mindset is part of the season. And so yeah. this is how you explain when you go into a season. So this thing, like this whole season, I guess, that I'm in is like doing these really long events and like, you know, like within seasons you have weather events and you have whatever. And this is like, you know, one of those events that's happening within the season. And I have no idea how long the season is going to last of doing these long things. There'll probably be some other like shiny bobble that'll attract my attention. And, you know, I'll go into like betting on horses or something. I I have no idea what the next thing is going to be. So while you're in the season, it's quite a mindful concept. It's, it's in the moment. It's, it has a certain amount of people that are in the season with you it has yeah. it has equipment in the season so <laughs> yeah no it i i think mindfulness is and presence in in that moment is like that's really important to me and 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 it's you know i try to be really conscious about not telling stories to myself like not creating a narrative while I'm doing things that I'm really passionate about, because I really want to experience them and not have that experience be polluted with like the inclination that I have. And I certainly see it in, in others around me, like to, to already like create that story of what that event is, you know, and like mm-hmm. some, like I've been on vacation and I see like tourists like who look like they're having kind of a miserable time and then they'll pull out their phone and they'll be like, you know, and they'll put yeah. on this like this smile and it's for like their social media and it's a story that they're telling about the experience that they had. But they actually look kind of miserable while they're actually doing it. And like, I don't want to live my life. Like, I want to enjoy what I'm doing and like yeah. be passionate about the thing that I'm doing. And not it's not so much about the story that I tell about. It's like, even if there's, even if I never told the story, I want that to to be like a real experience, like a really like sort of genuine experience. And that, so that's really important to me. So part of this season, as I'm understanding, so you can explain it to us, is that this season that you're going into or you're in at the moment with the running, it doesn't have to be uh, something that goes on forever or it's not necessarily a long-term commitment as autumn is or your fall no. you, you call it no. fall <laughs> exactly like and that's why like i'm not sure that saying that being a good husband is a season oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, I, I got that <laughs> i want to go away i don't want that season to end or um, work <laughs> yeah or work like, yeah. it'll end when it ends but yeah. like 
So there's some things that I want to be like forever as long yeah, as I'm yeah. alive. And there are other things that I kind of enjoy the ebb and flow of that. And I also kind of like that there's sort of a natural sort of cycle to things. And when like my interest in that thing that I was passionate about, it starts to wane, it has a certain rhythm to it. And I like sort of picking something else up. And like, I think that that's a constant for me is that like, like, the, like nothing is, like is like completely constant in my life. Everything is changing. Like that's the, that's constant is that things change. And I think the one thing that I've learned, I definitely did not have this when I was younger is to be sort of at peace with that change and yeah. to kind of find the right time to embrace the next thing. And I think that's really part of resilience and just knowing that things change. There will be moments of darkness, like they were like literally, but also like kind of figuratively where I'll just be like not happy. But I know like having been through these sorts of things that part of like making it through them is just having a resilience mindset and knowing that like as bad as things are right now in that particular moment, there's change and sometimes they get worse and you yeah. don't, you don't that happen, but they also sometimes get better. And if you just sort of let that experience play out and you're just in the moment and when they do start to sort of trend in a better direction, then just embrace that, hold that and, and ride it and, and have this sort of mindset of gratitude. And, and that is also something that I think I've learned as I've gotten older to be so grateful um, when I'm out doing these things. And um, I mean, it's, it's hard to be grateful when you're like deep into something like this. And I'm like, I, I'm in like deep in the pain cave. It's, it's hurting, but at least for the, the period of time before that happens, I've just learned to just be so thankful for the ability to, and the opportunity to be able to, to do these things. And like, by sort of being full of that gratitude, I think it makes the experience even richer than, than if I didn't sort of almost, and I express it out loud sometimes. And, and, you know, I can do anything out loud. I'm in the woods, I can sing and I can like thank the trees around me and I can just thank the moment. And I do. Yeah. Um, and sometimes choked up like I, i'm so like just nutty sometimes like when i'm by myself in the woods and in the woods and it's dark and i'm like thanking thanking like the wildlife around me and and i get all choked up sometimes on myself and anyway it's really cool it, yeah i mean it's well that they're, Peter, they're really big optimistic words and and you know you're using words of gratitude resilience and so they're the true grit words that you're saying there that really build resilience and and you know i can hear and you're telling us those words that say that get you through those tough seasons and, and would get you get you through. Want to keep the conversation going and connect with like-minded, positive people changing our world for the better? Be inspired by fellow changemakers and join our closed Facebook community to keep the conversation going. Search Love Your Life. Tell your story now. Can you tell me what's the toughest season that you've gone through? Oh, gosh. It was a year ago when I was, I, I was going through depression. Um, when I was like between things, I was between, between, and it's that valley. And I hadn't sort of found that next passion. 
So that you talked last week about, about that, the pivot. Yeah, I talked about that. And, mm-hmm. and I think that of any period of my life, that, that was, you know, I'm 57 years old now, and that was probably the toughest period of my entire life. So it's a between season. So it's not in the season. It's the between season that you find difficult. So so once you're, it's the changing of the season that you find difficult, not the season. That change was particularly difficult. Yeah. Yeah. And and it was it was because I had a certain set of ambitions, and I think that I was I was in the prior season for the wrong reason. So that was I was doing this thing called cyclocross racing, and I had certain goals. They were sort of outcomes that I wanted to achieve. I wasn't achieving them. I wasn't, um, and I wasn't enjoying the moment. And I think that that sort of coming back to something I was saying a couple of minutes ago. I think for me to really have fulfillment, I need to to be fulfilled in kind of in in the moment. It's not just working toward a goal but it's doing things that are really sort of innately gratifying. And that other thing that I was doing wasn't really innately gratifying. I was going for sort of, it was very deferred deferred gratification. And I wasn't, when I got to that point where I was hoping to get that gratification, it wasn't coming. And it's like, oh, oh my gosh, all of that investment for nothing. And so, so yeah, it was like, it was a mourning period and it was a period of loss. And, you know, nothing had really swept me off my feet yet. So are you saying to us that the the goal for you now in the season is gratefulness? I think that's one of them. That's one of yeah. them. I think it's sort of it's 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 learning. Um, it's getting better at something that I'm not good at or, you know, that where I see opportunity for yeah. growth. Once I've sort of plateaued in something, that probably means that, you know, the leaves are changing color. Here on the East Coast of the United States, leaves change color and it's beautiful. Yeah. But it means that, like, you know, the summer is ending, winter is coming. And when I'm not growing in that thing anymore, it probably means it's time for change. Okay. Um, so growth, yeah. minds- growth mindset, gratefulness resilience there the season that's when you're in really in the season yeah i think so the long-term resilience helps me then kind of move into something else that i'm passionate about and and then you were talking about grit and you know i think that that's that's an important part just of life in general and because not everything is like peaches and cream and smells like roses. And sometimes you just gotta, you just gotta buckle down and like yeah. suffer. Through. You know, it just like not everything is great, and uh. and sometimes it it feels like really bad. But sometimes you just gotta stick it out. And then there are other times when you're like clearly bang, where I'm clearly banging my head against the wall, and there's. And there's no reason to keep banging my head against the wall. And then I need to switch. I need to find another season. I need to find another reason. But there are other times when I I just need to just mm, put on my big boy pants and just stick it out. Yeah. And yeah. So. And knowing the difference. I'm not, I don't have a lot of wisdom in terms of always being able to decipher when I need to buckle down and, and just, mm, you know, get that greedy uh, face and when I need to just let it go. 
you know, just let, let that thing just, just go by and move on to something else and smile. Well, and maybe I'll get good at that as I get older. I don't know. Gain, gaining wisdom as you run. So I wish you very well, Peter, this weekend for 30 miles. I, I'll have to convert that in my mind. I just know at this stage that that's a long way. Um, however, I wish you very well. Thank you. And I just want to be clear. It's 68 miles. Oh, 68 miles. Oh, yeah. <laughs> okay, that's even better. Yeah. I, want, I, want, I want all the credit for those. Yes. <laughs> and converting that to kilometres just blows my mind. It, it's 109 kilometres. Yeah, that's what I'm going to say. 109. 109 kilometres. You are the epitome of true grit. Thank you very much, Peter, for being on Love Your Life, Tell Your Story. And I can't wait to hear your next and final fourth story next week. So we'll, we'll welcome you back then. This is only part of our story. To hear the rest, leap forward to the next podcast and give us five stars wherever you listen. Love Your Life, Tell Your Story by Kathleen Marriott.